Hello again and welcome to Insight for Life. My name is Mauro Capelli. I'm a psychologist and a clinician. In today's episode, we are going to talk about empowering. I was having a good conversation with my friend Lyndon, who is also a psychologist. And then he opened a discussion that I thought something very interesting that led me to this episode. He asked me, are you awesome? Are we awesome people? Are we good people? How can we measure if we are really awesome and good people? It's tough to answer this, especially if we had some kind of a harsh growing up environment with family members regularly putting us down or family members with unstable behaviors coming from our parents or uncles or other significant family members. You know, I'm not talking to about people that we usually we don't have contact, but people that we had contact that mean something to us as we were growing up. So based on this, it's kind of hard to develop some kind of a self-loving concept. Basically, people who grew up in such environments will reflect the mistreatments from the family to themselves and also perhaps to others. Let's give an example here. Let's say that a mother puts down a son saying that he's not smart enough. This may be a person that will question himself, the boy, the, the son, when he grow up. Every time, am I incapable of doing stuff? Am I smart enough? Since he is replicated and he was taught to think about this way from his mother. Parents' phrases and wordings will become like tattooed in our brains. And it's hard to remove them or even impossible to ever remove them. Maybe we might have to fight these tattoo phrases in our minds for the rest of our lives. Let me give you an example for us to better understand this concept of tattooed phrases. They're not all bad. And this is something that I usually tell my patients about it. My father used to have a mechanical workshop. He knew, or how can I put this, he still knows all about car types, brands, and so on. All the family friends usually saw his advices prior to buying a new car or renting a new car or anything related to a car. And my dad was great on that, really, really great. He always knew where to look for issues in a car prior to buying, figuring out what kind of problems they had, uh, figuring out the history of the car, maybe if the car suffered some kind of a flooding or so on. He always knew exactly what to check it. Anyways, one thing that he always told us, me and my siblings, was French cars never in our lives. Never. He was so hard on this. Never. French cars never. Just mentioning the brand names, you would have already know his thoughts about it just by seeing his face. Basically, because he understood how much expensive and complicated it could be to maintain one of those French cars, brands that I'm not going to say it here. Now, every time that I think about buying a car, it's like my father is on the back of my head, little version of my father, saying to me, not a French car. Hey, remember, not a French car. So, in other words, this phrase of him is tattooed in my mind. In all of us, we have different phrases tattooed in our minds that it's going to build how we're going to react, act, and how we're going to move forward in our endeavors, in our lives. And this can be for subject topics and thoughts. And also, not only that, how we're going to react, 
but as well as we see ourselves. Going back to that first example, the man that had a mother that was always putting him down all the time, probably when he's now, let's say, 30 years old, 40 years old, and he's going to go to do some kind of a new task, a new activity, he maybe has to struggle thinking, am I smart enough to do this? Can I accomplish this? It's like he has the image of his mother on the back of his head saying, you're not smart enough, you're not smart enough. This can be a powerful phrase controlling his life, or maybe he developed some kind of a technique to control over it and not be hostage by this phrase. Having such a background, it is unrealistic sometimes to have an honest look on our abilities and skills and really admit it. Yeah, I'm an awesome person. I am a good person. How can we change that? by empowering ourselves. First, these tattooed thoughts or phrases, wordings and thinkings, we must understand that they are irrealistic to us. They're probably a reality for the person that said it, but it's their reality, it's not ours. This is more related to the person that attacked us with those words than to our own reality of our background and so on. Think about it. If Peter talks about John, we learn much more about Peter than John. For the simple fact that Peter is describing John from his own subjectivity. Human beings, all of us, we project to the environment and to people by communication, attitudes, writing, paintings, and so on, whatever we have inside of us. Therefore, when Peter is talking about John, he's talking about how he, Peter, sees John, not exactly the true reality of John. Therefore, there is no sense of maintaining these voices echoing in our minds, defining who we are. We must define who we are. And the first step would be like, okay, this verbiage, this phrase is irrealistic. It doesn't have to do with my experience, my life. It cannot control how I think right now. We can say that we all have inside of us like a little version of a child of ourselves. Little version of us as child inside of us. And maybe this child was not nourished properly by our families. And now we must do this nourishment on ourselves for us, for this inner child. Nobody can really do that for us. Even if we had had a healthy environment growing up, this inner child needs care that only ourselves individually can give it. Because we can understand what it needs. And people outside our minds don't fully understand or grasp what really we need there. The major problem is that often we might search for this care and love and support from other people. This is manifested when people seek on a relationship at the possibility to be truly happy. Oh, right now, when I'm married, I'm gonna be happy. Or maybe expecting validation from their managers or their bosses where they work as a compensation from the misvalidation that they had from their parents or family members. Or even chasing fame and fortune to fill this hole that they have inside. 
We can, you know, stay here for hours and hours talking about examples that people are trying to take care of this inner child that is screaming sometimes for attention, for love, for being accepted, to be validated by outside world. But we don't have so much time, so let's move on. I think you got the gist, right? <laughs> Again, nobody can do this. The self-care is totally individual. When we are facing crisis, we might come, become hostages of our own minds because we're not taking good care of ourselves and we are not taking good care of ourselves. People didn't take care of us and we are now not taking good care of ourselves. We can, of course, have a supportive environment. You know, let's say that you're going through a crisis and then you have family members or friends. They come and say, hey, I'm here for you. Let's go for this. Uh, I'm, I'm supporting you and so on. And this is great. However, we are the ones responsible to fully understand what we need to, you know, get out of this pit and not be imprisoned by the feelings. Everybody can really tell us amazing words, motivational speakers can maybe try to empower us, but the empowerment, it's on us. We are truly responsible to getting ourselves up there. Try to think about what you have accomplished so far. Let's go back to the man from the beginning. What jobs did he have during the course of his life? What knowledge did he gain? What knowledge did he taught to other people directly or indirectly? Embrace your accomplishments. Because when you come that voice again saying, hey, you cannot do this, it's easy for you to reason to say, no, this verbiage, this wording in my head is not true because look at what I've done. Look how much people have helped. Look how much my life is good. And of course, we are not just disconsidering the bad things about life. We know they happen, but overall, we must see the good things that we have accomplished and the bad things and as an opportunity to improve ourselves. And we must own this accomplishment. This is me, I did it. Does not belong to somebody else. And it's easier to then, you know, replicate the voice inside of our heads. Tell yourself comforting words words that you probably deserve to listen when you were a kid. Words that you want to nourish your inner child. Remember other crises that you have faced and overcame them so that you can remember that you are strong enough to move forward. With this, you will start to know that you are awesome. I don't want to say that you are better than others. We are not here to think, yeah, I'm the best. Look at me and you're nothing. No, we are better from what we were in the past. And this is really awesome. And this is being a real great person. Also, knowing your flaws, acknowledge them in a realistic way. But we need to be very careful here. It's not to beat ourselves down, but also it's not overlooking our mistake but we must have an honest look at them. Then you always keep in mind what you have to do to get better. Remember, my friends, life does not get easier. We get better. Life does not get easier. We get better. Paraphrasing Matabali here. How we treat our inner child will determine what kind of people we want around us. 
We won't tolerate certain behaviors. We will respect who we are and have people that will only make us feel good and not put us down and not bring us to some kind of a bad habit. Because we will not need to throw also our expectations on others for them to make us feel better, to, for them to you know, be responsible to complete this hole that we have in ourselves. We will be singularly responsible for our own happiness, for our own lives and for our own choices. Doesn't mean that we will conquer everything? Well, realistically speaking, no. There is a Hebrew quotation that will paraphrase it. It says, the fastest runner not always win the race, nor do the mighty win the battle, nor do the wise always have the food, nor do the intelligent always have the riches, nor do those with knowledge always have success, because time and expected events overtake them all. This is true. It's not wrong. So there is this kind of uncontrollable things from the system and from other people that we cannot predict. So there you go. Bad things may happen. However, what lesson can we take from this? Um, the lesson is you will manage to overcome any difficulties. That's the point. That's our goal here. There is one book from Amir Klink. He's a Brazilian explorer and he decided to cross the Atlantic from Africa to Brazil only by rowing a boat. And this story is actually on his book called 100 Days Between Sea and Sky. It's an awesome book. And then after, if you want to check the description of this episode, the details of this book is going to be there as well. So before his journey, he was planning to develop this boat that would be resistant to all kinds of waves in avoiding the boat to turn. No project was successful. He was trying, trying, a lot of engineers, people were helping him on this project and nothing could actually be so strong enough, easy for him to roll, that would not turn to the events of a way. Finally, somebody told him, and bear in mind that it was a long time ago that I read this book. I don't know if it was an engineer, who was it? But somebody came to him and said, you need to create a boat that actually is gonna turn as much as possible. This would guarantee your safety, this guy talking to Amir Klink, during the same storms. And then this guy with others developed this boat. And finally, Amir Klink managed to cross from Namibia to Salvador, Brazil, safe and sound. What can we apply here? We won't prevent the waves to come or turning us or turning us multiple times. However, we will finish alive, safe and sound. So that's it for today, you guys. Hope you like it. Please start following us for more insightful episodes. Some episodes will be exclusive for our supporters, so we encourage you to become a supporter so we can produce good quality episodes for you. Hope you had an interesting insights for life.